to Awakening the Sleeping Giant. I'm your host, John. This podcast is based off of my newest book, Awakening the Sleeping Giant, Church Rediscovered. If you would like to be on the show, you may email me at bethechurch.go at gmail.com. I am looking forward to the show today. Let's get started. All right. So this week, I am going to deviate a little bit from discussing my book, Awakening the Sleeping Giant Church Rediscovered, just a little bit. Uh, It still has to do with the topic of the church. However, uh, this topic I'm going to talk about today is not necessarily included in my book. So what I want to talk about today is this new show that I started watching called A Million Little Things. And the reason I started watching it is because of James Roday. He's one of my favorite actors. I think he's a a great actor. Uh, He's mostly known for the USA Network TV series Psych, which is my absolute favorite show. It's absolutely hilarious. So I wanted to see James in a couple different roles. And so I started watching A Million Little Things, and it started out really dramatic. If you guys have seen it, you know what I'm talking about. Um, It definitely is a drama and James still does play kind of a comedic role a little bit in this, but it's definitely more of a serious series. But as I started watching uh, more and more episodes, I started to recognize several things within the series that I really was not fond of. Um, And a lot of the focus that I really felt the series was going. Uh, A lot of the series has to do with friends having an affair with like their other friend's wife and which is completely inappropriate and there were some homosexuality things that started to pop up and really I was not looking forward to it and I almost stopped completely watching it but as I thought about what I was watching the Lord I really felt like the Lord revealed something to me and it was really eye-opening and so I continued watching the series and I'm, I'm still watching it because I'm looking at this now with a completely different perspective and the perspective that I believe the Lord had given me was that a million little things is a perfect example of humanity without Jesus. And that is something that I think we all really need to understand is that humanity without Jesus is absolute chaos and nothing but sin and brokenness will reign without Jesus. And so the show know continues to go on and it shows all of these mishaps and and, and brokenness that takes place uh, within this friend group from um, adultery being committed to uh, homosexuality to cancer to trying to figure out how to deal with friends having cancer to depression and anxiety and and all of this stuff that I imagine every one of you listening to this can relate with one of those some way. What I found really interesting is that every single coping mechanism in this show had nothing to do with Jesus and everything to do with self. 
It was all self-care, self-healing, or relying on other people to heal you or to help you or to accept you without really any question. And it was really, really interesting how this show portrayed so much of this stuff. It portrayed adultery as wrong. It portrayed homosexuality as wrong. It portrayed depression and anxiety as, as not being a good thing but what it also showed was acceptance for all of these things and that just really blew my mind because even though the show presents all of this stuff as not being good it also presented the acceptance of it which is completely contradictive to each other like it doesn't even make any sense right and but it does make sense when you look at it from the perspective of the world when Jesus is not part of the conversation when Jesus is not part of your life when Jesus is not part of society the only thing that we have to rely on are ourselves and other people and because we are sinful in nature the healing will never come permanently uh, sin will eventually end up becoming accepted and normal and, and I want to read a scripture for you and this comes out of 2nd Timothy 3 and I don't know exactly how far I'm going to read but um, I'm gonna start at verse 1 so it says you should know this this, Timothy, that in the last days there will be very difficult times, for people will love only themselves and their money. They will be boastful and proud, scoffing at God, disobedient to their parents, and ungrateful. They will consider nothing sacred. They will be unloving and unforgiving. They will slander others and have no self-control. They will be cruel and hate what is good. They will betray their friends, be reckless, be puffed up with pride and love pleasure rather than God. They will act religious, but they will reject the power that could make them godly. Stay away from people like that. They are the kind who work their way into people's homes and win, their, win the confidence of vulnerable women who are burdened with the guilt of sin and controlled by various desires. Such women are forever following new teachings but they are never able to understand the truth. These teachers oppose the truth, just as Janus and Jambres oppose Moses. They have deprived minds and a counterfeit faith, but they won't get away with this for long. Someday, everyone will recognize what fools they are, just as with Janus and Jambres. Okay, guys, that scripture literally has been fulfilled just in this show, A Million Little Things. Almost everything in there is what this whole TV show is <laughs> revolving around. The main premise of the show is out of this friend group, one of the men from this friend group ends up taking his own life. And another one of the friend group is just furious about, is furious about it, doesn't understand why, and that leads him down a road of complaint complete recklessness and complete ungodliness. And then when this other friend has an affair with the man's wife who had taken his own life, the same guy who was upset at his friend for taking his life is now infuriated with his other friend. In fact, he says that it is unforgivable. Unforgivable. And, and throughout the rest of the show thus far, he is treating his friend in a, in a manner that you would treat somebody that you are not willing to forgive. And guys, this is the fulfillment of 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 
Nine. And, and we have to be cautious. Not only do we have to be cautious with what we're watching, but we have to be cautious with our own lives to make sure that our influence is coming from godly places and that we are reflecting Jesus. And we cannot do that if we are not committed to a relationship with Jesus Christ. Going to church is not enough. Being part of a ministry is not enough. We must be committed to a relationship with Jesus Christ if we are ever going to see this world change, if we are ever going to see society change for the good. Jesus is an absolute necessity within the society. And I, I would just blown away at this series and I'm going to continue watching it because I'm, I'm going to continue watching it with this perspective so don't be surprised if in future podcasts I actually talk more about this because I believe it's really really important especially for younger generations to realize the devil is infiltrating every single part of our life and if we do not have our eyes on Jesus we will be fooled he is trying to disguise evil as good and how he is doing that is through acceptance, which ultimately revolves around our feelings, other people's feelings, and how we respond to each other. But the problem with feelings and emotions is they're temporal, and most often they lie to us. And when we make decisions based on an emotion, most of the time, the decision is wrong. In fact, I was actually um, told after uh, we moved back here to the United States, or the mainland United States, after living in Puerto Rico, um, after the hurricanes, I was actually told never make a permanent decision based on a temporary emotion. But the problem with that statement is, is if you do not have some sort of gauge to view decisions off of, emotions will be your only gauge. And so you will make poor decisions, which is why Jesus is absolutely necessary, which is why the Bible is absolutely necessary because the Bible provides us the absolute truth that provides us the gauge we need to make our decision. But if we reject the teachings of scripture, we have nothing to gauge our actions and decisions other than our emotions. And that can be a very, very dangerous thing to do. And so as I was watching this show, like my heart really started to break because I know that this show represents the reality of so many people's lives. So many people have, their lives have been destroyed by divorce, by affairs, by homosexuality, by cancer, by other sicknesses, by depression and anxiety, and they have nowhere to turn for true hope. And so they either live miserable lives, they rely on other people to provide the right circumstances for them to feel good about themselves, or we expect other people just to accept things the way they are. That hurts so many people, including ourselves. And I want to encourage you, if you right now are struggling with sin, whether it's a quote unquote big sin or a little sin, I encourage you to chase after Jesus. If you are struggling with your marriage, whether you're divorced or whether there's an affair taking place, nothing can heal that damage other than Jesus. He is the only one who can truly heal that. If you are dealing with depression and anxiety, only a relationship with Jesus can truly 
heal that. If you are struggling with an illness such as cancer, only Jesus can heal that. And that doesn't mean taking cancer away necessarily. He can do that. But we have to understand what biblical healing is. And biblical healing is understanding who you are in Christ and who your life belongs to and what your purpose is and living that out regardless of your circumstances. Paul teaches in scripture that he had learned to be content in all things. He learned what it means to have plenty. He learned what it's like to have nothing. He learned what it was like to be in prison and beaten and not to be. And he's learned to be content with all of it. And the only way we can learn to be content is through Jesus Christ. It's the only way. And I want you to hear that. Jesus wants to heal you. He wants you to live out your purpose. But we have to surrender to him. And I'm speaking to myself. We've got to surrender our entire lives over to the Lord. And, and so I, I really wanted to share this with you because this, this show, A Million Little Things, literally is a fulfillment of scripture. It shows exactly what happens when Jesus is not part of our lives. And we already know that society is crumbling here in the United States. We know that laws are being put in place that are completely unacceptable. We know that what is evil is being seen as good and what is good is being seen as evil. And we find that in scripture that will happen. So there's no sense in fighting it. It is inevitable. But what we can do is we can work on ourselves. We can grow ourselves in our relationship with Jesus and we can become better. We can become more righteous. We can become more godly. We cannot stop the inevitable advance of evil, but we can improve the advance of the gospel and improve the lives of the few who will choose to follow him. So I want to encourage you one more time. If you know Jesus, chase after him harder. If you know Jesus and are struggling with some of these things, chase after him even harder. Find somebody who has a solid relationship with Jesus Christ and who is living a godly and righteous life and ask them to disciple you. If you do not know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, I want you to discover who he is and accept him in faith that he will forgive your sin and he will grow you so you can become content and healed in all things. All right. Well, that is it for the show today. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget, you can email me anytime at bethechurch.go at gmail.com. If you are interested in some of our training material, you may go to www.bethechurch.training. Yeah.